I'm Will Hedrick. And I'm Jordan Schaffer. And this is Dog Years and Timestamps, a book club podcast. The end of Vern. End of Vern. Went to Columbia. Yeah. You think uh you think it's like the end of the series, probably? You don't think you think you're right yeah. anymore? I, I could see no. maybe him writing another one, like them meeting up, but I mean why? Yeah, I think that's so. the bigger question is like why, not how, as far as yeah. that goes. Because yeah, something could be done. Yeah. You know, it could be the adventures of Vern in South America. And or the new constable's bad. Right. Bad to the bone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, you know, they reunite and go on an adventure or whatever it is. Yeah, because Squib's know. already matured pretty pretty he- heavily, you know, like yeah. once he started WWVD. Mm-hmm. It could be like Squib at, you know, what you call it, New Orleans University and, you know, but I just don't, but why? Professor Squib. <laughs> Oh, professor yeah, that'll Squid, be the professor twist. of dragon studies. Well, maybe uh, paleontology, right? No. <laughs> yeah, they've been around that long. He never talked about fighting dinosaurs, though, did he? I don't remember him ever saying anything about that. That is another thing. Why aren't there any dragon bones being dug up? Oh, I heard a theory about this because they're they're hollow, like they're light bones, so they mm. uh, they would deteriorate more likely in the ground. Hmm. Which was good enough for me. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> dragons could be real. What does it mean in this book? Well, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude, anything about dragons being real, I, I will just listen to anybody talk yeah. about it. Yeah, just like, well, there, there's always been a like a story of a dragon in every culture, and they've never talked before, so how did they all come up with the same dragon? Right. You know, but... Because the idea of a giant lizard is cool. <laughs> yeah, and I think everybody has some experience with that. <laughs> if not, like, well, I don't know. Did we have a giant lizards in like North America? I get, and we're we're not. Like, is that part of a Native American legend? I have no yeah. idea. I've never looked into that. Interesting. Not to find out. I know that uh, there was one tribe that had a uh, a theory that like. Um, the entire earth was like on the back of a tortoise flying through space, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. I like that. I like that more than a, than a globe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, that would be, that'd be fun. Let's see. I'm Do looking me. up native American dragons. Well, there's that, uh, one like dragon God that's like South American Quetzalcoatl or whatever. Oh. Um, but I don't know about like North American, Native American dragon. Well, we just debunked the whole every culture has a story about dragons theory. The Piazza or Piazza bird is a Native American dragon depicted in one of two murals painted by Native Americans on bluffs above the Mississippi River. So oh my gosh. There's dragons even in North America, apparently. The Mississippi dragon. The Piazza. The Piazza. <laughs> That's the sound that it makes whenever it's flying into battle. Yes! Does it have an artist's rendering of it? Uh, there's some. Looks like the, uh, I guess the the original, like murals or whatever. Oh, four legged. It looks looks kind of goofy, but it also looks like you know somebody without a lot of art tools painting on the side of a cliff. So <laughs> I can't really fault them for that. Yeah, I mean, I I saw a, a, a brand new artist representation of like Anubis's brother, <laughs> who's like an evil uh, Anubos. Like deity, Anubos, <laughs> Anubos, um, and it was freaking crazy. Like, yeah. if their imaginations were running like wild enough to 
let them see stuff like that, I can, uh, I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. And I really like this book. When we, when I was listening to it today at work, finishing it up, I, uh, I was laughing, you know, throughout it. I, I thought that like, it didn't really overdo the the stuff that it said, like in the hook page, you know, like I thought that drinking and smoking was going to be like a huge part of it. And it's just, mm-hmm. it honestly was just kind of, um, the, the, like, it, it just sort of was fueling like because of his depression or whatever. So like, right. it was like a vehicle to kind of address, the, you know, drinking and depression. And I, th- and like, I think, I, I guess, well, I don't even really then, know. They I didn't don't even... think they tried to address it. It, it was really just don't even, yeah, you're right. They part of talk like about the it. flavor text about Vern, you know, yeah, not even an important part of his character. Just kind of like, he was oh, drinking he's sad, because and he, he drinks a lot. And then so. it's, that's one of the things that squib has to run for him. And, right. You know, that, yeah. So. That, and, and, that like you know that was it but that that was on the back so i thought like well maybe it's going to be kind of like a i'm a drunk dragon flying through the you know kind of like in hancock how he was drunk the whole time you know Mm -hmm. and then he built some moral fiber or whatever and uh then was a you know a goody good guy (laughs) a goody good guy (laughs) (laughs) a nerd but um I, i didn't think it was overdone i uh i enjoyed it a lot um i didn't it didn't go down exactly how we predicted which was nice um but pretty close, yeah. <laughs> not like crazy far off. Right. It, you know, I, I figured that they would have to all run off together because you don't just get away from the FBI like that. You know, <laughs> like yeah. they were involved. Squibb's yeah. blood and body parts were all over that hotel. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> something's going to get traced back at some point, right? And I maybe that so. could be, you know, the the jumping off point for a sequel if he decided to do a sequel. But yeah, you got but that. like still, like it's just kind of cheap in that way. Yeah, which is fine, you know. Like I think we went into this mm-hmm. book never thinking that it was ever going to be like some great epic or anything. Yeah, like that. it was just going to be fun plot. Um, and it was. It was just fun. Yeah, which is totally fine. That's you know what we were looking for out of it. I enjoyed it. I don't regret reading it. Um, that was you know an example of like a small plot point that was kind of like. Okay, whatever. <laughs> the FBI really aren't going to try and like do anything with any of these people in the town. Yeah. They're not going to fucking... Was, uh... Sorry, go on. They're not going to like search anything. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it didn't seem like they were really all that invested, even though there was like a bombing on the, yeah. on the news, you know? <laughs> like <Right. laughs> the New Orleans bombing. Right. Um, I liked how tough Vern was, though. And it was, to me, it was kind of funny that uh, how like... It it was almost like it was like extra gory, like when they killed the uh, the constable, just because like he oh, was yeah. thinking about yeah. how like oh I don't even have my arm anymore and it's gushing blood. Right. <laughs> it was pretty fitting for his character, who's you know pur- purportedly soulless, mm-hmm. and you know just like if there is like a good and evil in the universe he's like the incarnation of evil you yeah. know and so it fits that he wouldn't be like feeling any of it and would be able to look at it like mm-hmm. you know in a sort of like anti-hubris way where he's just sort of laughing at like oh shit he just bit through my vest without even yeah. you know stopping oh dude he's wearing I, like a kevlar vest and stuff like that you know and so i didn't even i don't, I don't know why i didn't even think that mattered like I, I, I was like you thought he was just wearing just like a regular old vest. I just, I just didn't think anything would stand the test of Vern. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I just no, you're right though. It was, dang. And yeah, but and so him mm-hmm. to like you know be able to have that internal monologue and mm-hmm. even laugh 
Ed himself not being able to fight back at this last moment where he's getting torn apart by the alligators was pretty fitting of his character. I yeah, thought. especially. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't really think about it that way. I just sort of thought like, oh, this is gruesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you put it like that, it's like definitely like I wonder how what a psychopath would think if they were getting like, right. you know, mm-hmm. dismembered. Yeah. Weird. And he even like acknowledged it, you know, in the moments leading up to it, it's like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not going to be able to fight off all these alligators, so I'm dead. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I kill the first one, they'll get scared. Uh, no, they're still coming. Well, okay, I'm going to keep fighting. <laughs> I liked that little yeah. like kind of twist of him like, I have uh, I have subjects and like all his alligator buddies came right, yeah. I was like, oh, that's fun. Right. Um, wasn't a waste of time wrestling him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I did like the part... Squid like squid like dressed up in Vern's scales, right? To like he had it on just because like he he was bringing it back with him because he knew that Vern would want to dispose of it because he didn't right. want to leave anything For behind. Sure. But he was wearing it just because he was just like a dumb teenager. He was like, oh, this will be the cool. easiest way to carry it. <laughs> I'll wear this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, had to abandon it in the little wrestling match he had with Cook or Hook for a second there. <sighs> Freaking Hook. He cut off two of uh, Squib's toes, right? Three of them, I think. Ooh, that's that's um, too many. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, two seems okay. Mm-hmm. Especially the if you part just that I some. had like a small problem with was whenever they're escaping from the hotel mm-hmm. and Vern is content, thinking that he killed Hook, when there was clear visual evidence to anybody looking at the situation, mm-hmm. Hook standing there at the mouth of an open safe. You spit the fire, the safe is closed, and you don't see Hook there. He's probably in the fucking safe, Incinerated. dude. Incinerated. <laughs> he closed the safe to save the money. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, that was like a little like stupid. I, I couldn't yeah. get behind that bit. Yeah, for him being so... Do you think he's clever in the fact that he survived this long, or do you think he might be like a luck dragon? And he's just lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's probably... I think you could probably say both. Because that would—that's the. But plot. he's definitely not like ignorant of the way things work in the world. Yeah. I mean, he knows about. No, you're right. Cable, he, and I mean, he has cable. He's—I'm sure with all the time that he's had, he's watched at least one bank heist movie. No, he knows what a safe looks to like. The same, yeah. if not more, than I feel like we've yeah. been. It was just a dumb piece right there. I mm-hmm. thought. Um, the, the there was a couple of things that seemed to fall apart at the end. Uh, those two things uh, yeah. that I already brought up. Um, and there was a weird thing where, like, all of a sudden the author was, like, using these weird terms and abbreviations and um, just, like, uh, things that hadn't been used at all in the entirety of the book prior. Oh, gotcha. And then just suddenly were boom, 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 like, constantly. And I was like, did, did, I know you're not a young guy. It's not like you haven't heard that term before, but suddenly you're just like, you just mm-hmm. found like whenever you hear a word for the first time, you learn its description and you're like, Oh, maybe I'll try to use this a little oh, bit more lit. often. You know, I'll, I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'll put this into my vocabulary and diversify my vocabulary. But then for the first month, inevitably you're saying it all the time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it sort of felt like that. And I was like, where is this fucking coming from, man? Yeah, I guess maybe I didn't notice or maybe was it what, what, what do you know what the word was? Or was uh, it just kind of like a Cajun word or like an accent? No, they were like or? weird. Well, I, I guess maybe some of them could be used in a Cajun sense because, you know, Cajun is, you know, half French, but like vis-a-vis was being used a lot. Mm. Um, all of a sudden there was a couple of other, uh, words and phrases that they were using like the, um, abbreviations for not, not et cetera, but like that as an example, you Mm -hmm. know, 
uh, an abbreviated phrase that, you know, has taken on more or less its own meaning with, you know, culture. And it was just all, all of a sudden in the last three chapters, mostly yeah. in the big chapter, okay. yeah, yeah, it was, they were just all over the place and enough for me to notice it and say, what is fucking going on all of a sudden? <laughs> and so th- those three things, I was like, it, was this section of the book written considerably later and in a rush? Like, it was just yeah. weird to me all of a sudden. It, it was a, enough of a change that it felt like something happened in in real life yeah (laughs) outside of it was just odd to me interesting i'll I'll have to re-listen to that Vern was bulletproof right more or less yeah and depending on the area as well um like he there was one mention of uh whenever the fight first starts and the sniper chick uh pops him in the chest but it does like nothing and he comments in his mind well, that my my chest plate is basically unbreakable, mm-hmm. but then you know he got popped by Hook in the hotel with the fifty cal on the forehead, and mm-hmm. it chipped off a scale and made him bleed. And so you know, it seems like he's got different areas of vulnerability. Yeah, I mean, he seemed to just kind of very barely scrape by every time. Like, it, mm-hmm. like the mom even like uh, said, "You need a blood transfusion," <laughs> right? Like, but he was just like, "No, I'll be okay." And right? Then, mm-hmm. You know, he toughed it out. So Just needs I think some it might oil. be a luck dragon, you know? <laughs> right. Is that is that a thing? I mean, I'm making it a thing. I feel like sure. a luck dragon would be white, though. Yeah, maybe. An albino. Something, uh, irregularly colored. <laughs> yeah. God, an albino dragon? Would that be insane or what? I've seen some in video games. Was it insane? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the, the white dragon and uh, the... Um, uh, Gringotts. Oh, yeah, but that one was all tortured and yeah. Like, I mean, was and it was only because, white because it was yeah, underground pigment. for like a thousand years. <laughs> what a sad! I was laughing. Yeah, that was one of like the saddest bits of the entire series. I almost couldn't stand that. Yeah, bit. it just made you like fuck goblins, dude. Yeah, they right. suck. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, dude, they really make you not like goblins in that yeah. last little bit. Yeah, they're like, we're not gonna partake in the wizarding war, so we're just gonna let whoever get their money out. Right. You know, they could control the money. They could just stop Voldemort, probably. Probably. It doesn't matter. Different different, yeah. <laughs> different dragons. Yeah. We should do a Harry Potter um, sum up fan, fan cast. That'd be fun since right. I've just re-listened to those <laughs> so oh, yeah. many things. Yeah, I've listened to them once through and uh, starting my second time through. Oh, nice. It's just fun. Background noise makes, makes me happy. Yeah. Um, just like this book did, honestly. And, mm-hmm. that I was th- and I was thinking this would go in my, like, background replay list, you know. Um because, you know, it was simple. You know, you're never really going to miss all that much. Right, right. Um, yeah, and I just really liked it. Yeah, it was so good. Glad I might have to check out Armis Fowl, especially because that's a pretty, like, that's a much longer series, right? It's probably like eight or nine books, I would yeah. guess. I really don't know. Me uh, neither. But, and I don't even know what it's about. I feel like if I had to guess, it would be about, a, a like, a magic boy. Like a, <laughs> a sorcerer boy. I think the, isn't there, like, an owl on the first cover or something like that? I don't know. Let's see. I'm just imagining like, uh, like gemstones locking over like a like a, an old tome kind of cover. <laughs> That's the cover I meant. Nine, nine books. Good guess, dude. It looks like the first one just looks like a book. It literally oh. just looks like a book. It's got like a lock on oh. it. It just yeah, just looks like a book. Cool. Maybe they all look like that. I don't know where I'm getting the owl from. Maybe just from fowl. <laughs> bird. But it's spelt fowl like bird. Yeah. F-O-W-L. 
That's for sure. So. A recurring joke. Well, let's see. So the fucking Wikipedia page, Artemis follows a series of eight fantasy novels. But then whenever I counted them out here in the listing, there was nine. Huh. So maybe there's... It's like Harry Potter. Like an offshoot, books, like, yeah, like a cursed child or whatever that, and that then the one Fantastic was. Beast. Oh, I don't think there's a book for those yet. Yeah, I think those are just screenplays. Um, and probably for the worse. But Can you read a screenplay? Uh, I'm sure somebody has posted it somewhere online. Probably no, I mean, like, it. can you personally read a screenplay, like, for entertainment or for fun? Like, would you enjoy reading one that is a more, I guess, the question I want to ask? Uh, I don't know. I tried reading the Cursed Child, like, screenplay yeah. or, uh, yeah, it was just weird and I didn't, I mean, I didn't commit. I feel like mm-hmm. I could have committed and really liked the characters with that particular story. But mm-hmm. there was another book that I bought that, uh, was just kind of a random book that I picked up somewhere and, um... It turned out to be a screenplay, and I was okay, like disappointed because yeah. I could not yeah. get into it at all. <laughs> I think um, I tried to once, just of like a movie that I had seen, mm-hmm. and I was I was looking, you know, back when there was less to do, and I would just waste my time going down like you know internet rabbit holes, and I I came across when I was like. I'm going to see if I can read this. And like three hours later, I was only halfway through and I was like, okay, I think I'm done. <laughs> I, I still go down internet rabbit holes. Should I be over that? <laughs> Should I be over that by now? <laughs> that's no. all I do. A lot of people do. And that's why all that internet content is still out there. <laughs> you yeah. can still do it. So I'm hoping people do with us. Yeah. They fall down Maybe. the rabbit hole. And, and listen like, to all 87 all of, of our, our episodes or whatever it is now. All of our glorious opinions on novels, yeah. <laughs> novels and anime and movies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very the true. arts. <laughs> we should rename this podcast "Dog Ears and Timestamps." Arts cast. The arts cast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, this makes me feel like I could write a book, kind of. You know, like well, you literally can. Uh, makes me feel like I could write a successful book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's 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 probably like the lottery, right? Or even more rare than the lottery. Probably, yeah, like maybe. A, I, I mean, know. I know being like yeah. a Stephen King or like a J.K. Rowling would be oh, oh yeah, to even find immense success than... would be yeah, right. yeah, next to impossible. In the same way that you know, to find immense success in the NFL would be next to impossible. Yeah, uh, or to to become the president statistically is like next to impossible for your average for if you took all Americans into account. Very true. There've only been fifty-two of them, right? Uh, or. Current great leader is fifty three. Oh, I don't know. Not, he, I, it was like it's either forty eight or <laughs> or over fifty. Like I know they missed the. Uh, I'm sure he was upset. I feel like he's it's less than fifty. Oh, um, forty five. Oh, whoa! <laughs> we were he, way he got off. A five. I got no idea what's going on. Well, good job. He ended on a five. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, dude, that's even more rare. But I guess there's fifty two presidencies. Let's see. So we're... Uh, who is the 52nd president? Grover Cleveland served two non-consecutive terms in office, the only president to have done so, and is therefore counted as the 22nd and 24th. The 45th and current president is Donald Trump. So what is this question? Who is the 52nd president? Whatever, Google. You're fucking stupid. So there's 45 presidents. Okay, yeah. yeah. With Cleveland being two of them because he didn't have successive terms. I would be so mad if I got that question wrong in poli-sci because my teacher was like, well, actually, in Cleveland. Right, no, right. That is definitely the trick question that you would be, that somebody would be gotten on or that a, a yeah, poli-sci professor would you know, try to use. You took poli-sci, right? Was that your major? 
No. Uh, I did take it in college because it was part of just like, you know, course basics. Mm -hmm. Aced it. Aced it. Barely even went to class. I sucked so bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least with the uh, the local government, I did okay in like the, the the the, the big government. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember most of it. I just yeah, me neither. Know that like I totally and like just fucking annihilated it, and I was almost never there. Yeah. I and I attribute that to my senior year in high school, uh, government and economics teacher, Mrs. Kelly, because nice. I did truly learn something every day in that class. Um, I feel like we. Obviously, taking twelve years of like English classes in you know just grade school, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we kind of underestimate how much stuff that we learned because you and I paid attention. You know, it's not like we right. always like fucked off or fucked around or whatever. Like, didn't listen or didn't do the, or work or whatever. So, like, we learned quite a bit of terminology and stuff, and right. like, kind of not really like flexing that knowledge here or anything, but like bringing it back up and kind of like. Mm-hmm getting into books further than I, we, I ever did in school, you know, has been, has been really fun for me. It's been really making me enjoy just like breaking down stories mm-hmm. I, I, for, for whatever reason, I feel like not with magic tricks, but with like lots of other things like comedy, I really enjoy like learning all about the person and why they would kind of make a joke like that. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's kind of dumb. And like, uh, the, I, I really like all the behind Hollywood, like the behind baseball sort of stuff, like uh, how much money they're making and mm-hmm. like when they need to switch to a different like pay grade so that they can move up to like, when are they ready to do theaters and like mm-hmm. all this stuff that only probably select few people like me nerds about it. Well, it's really... the next level of appreciation, right? Yeah. So and like it... you can like be on the ground floor of just being like, I like going to see comedy because mm-hmm. it's funny and right. whatever, you know, it takes my mind off of work for the, whatever it is, yeah. you know. And then you start finding like your favorite comics mm-hmm. that you start to follow. And maybe someone's got a podcast that you now listen to because you liked them right. on stage. And, and, you know, you have like these different levels of fandom and appreciation yeah. for the craft. I'm definitely like leveling up in like my reading fandom because like... I'm I'm enjoying just breaking down stories more and thinking about them as like a whole and how like you would have had to conceptualize all of that to mm-hmm. even begin to write it. Right. And uh, I mean, I haven't done any like extensive research into like authors and their like writing method. That might be something to, I wonder if I'd still find that as interesting as like the, the story itself, but mm-hmm. uh, might be something to explore. But um, I don't know. I guess I just, I feel like, you know, kind of breaking them all down with you and like talking about them has been really, um, really like good for me. Like it's been mm-hmm. a lot of fun and it like, um, I, I don't, I, I guess in the same way that like, I don't try to figure out like a magic trick. That's why I said like not mm-hmm. with magic, but like, um, I, I feel like I don't do that necessarily with, with stories either. Like mm-hmm. I enjoy it after I know everything, but I don't like, I don't feel like I actively try and figure out what's going to happen. Like every yeah. time we make a prediction, I have like a lot of trouble coming up with something. Yeah. So I wonder if like maybe I could, I don't know if I could write a book if I'm, ha- if I don't have like the ability to come up with something like, well, but I think maybe you can enjoy different, something different, like in the moment as maybe. you're reading and then and, and not have, cause most of the time, I'm not analyzing as I'm reading. Right. I feel like we only... Unless, like, something takes me out. Mm-hmm. Like I was mentioning with, you know, the last three chapters of this one where I just started noticing these phrases that had that were suddenly in abundance and were not anywhere previously. Mm-hmm. And we only had one new character that we were... In, we, were, and we, were we were only in Ivory's head for literally one sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And so it didn't make any sense. And so that took me out. And then I started, you know, analyze brain came on. <laughs> but most of the time, if I'm enjoying it or I'm bought into it, I'm not analyzing in the moment. Um, very quickly after I like close the book and put it down, then I start doing that, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I think that you you can, you know, have that switch. I don't think that you have to be able to come up with like a prediction within the next five seconds of yeah. having finished a paragraph, you know? Yeah, and, and I'm sure coming up with a prediction for the ending of something that's already been written versus, you know, creating a story to get to an ending with your own imagination is, is mm -hmm. probably different, you know? Right. Um, I think it I also has to be like, if, if, because I'm, I'm probably, I'm sure that I've probably come up with a prediction while I was reading before, but that's probably because it was being telegraphed to me what was going to happen. You <laughs> right. know, it was like pretty obvious that we were going to go down this route and I could see it from the way that everything was developing. And so then I'm like, oh, okay, now I see what's going on because you're mm -hmm. literally telling me this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Like in the last Aragon book, the, uh, uh, shoot, what was no, that one called? Oh God, um, what was that one called? Was that one called Inheritance? Uh, yeah, it was, I think. I think so. This is the green one. Is either inheritance or like another weird magic word? So Aragon, eldest, Brisinger, uh, and inheritance. I think it was inheritance. I think, right. I think he just closed out the inheritance cycle with yeah. the you know titular you know title. Well, that one um, was not good. <laughs> well, you kind of knew how he was going to beat Galbatorx at the end, and I like I don't want to yeah. say like I called it, but I, I, I like as as he started to try and come up with a plan, I was like, well, I know how he's going to get him. Like, and then when it happened, I was like, fuck yes. Like that's right. the only mm -hmm. way it could have happened because that's the way I said it was. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. But like, I remember thinking like, yes, mm -hmm. like I'm glad it happened that way because yeah. that's the way that made sense to me. So right. it was like, and I think that even if satisfying. something could only ever happen one way like that, if yeah, it's still like built up to properly mm -hmm. and then executed very well, then yeah. you can still get satisfaction right. out of it. Even if you knew it from the beginning, mm -hmm. uh, which is because, like, in that book, you know, like you said, it could only have happened that way. Right. And so, like, probably everybody knew it, except for, like, maybe, like, the five-year-old that was reading that series. <laughs> and that was, like, his first series and therefore wasn't used to the way that stories tend to flow. Yeah. Um, but it was still, in that moment, satisfying because it was like, yeah, duh. Obviously, this, it had to yeah. happen this way. And, you know, and, and in How some cases... How did Galvatorix not even see Right. <laughs> but even, like, in, a, in that situation, sometimes... Um, when something can only happen one way, you can then build it up to mean that that just makes it that much more difficult to get to that point for that okay. character, you know? Yeah. Because if like... I'm gonna to do it the right things. way, I can imagine it would make it that much more difficult to get there. Yeah. Are you saying on like a creative level or just like a... No, for the character like oh, okay. in the in world. Okay. Would, can, can, uh, can sometimes yeah. be more difficult because it can only be that way. Oh, good point. And like, so that can, yeah. you know, that can mean that like if a, it can only be that way, that means that the enemy knows it can only be that way and they're mm -hmm. going to take measures to try and stop you from getting there. Or yeah, I mean like that if like it can only be that way, or... it's because it's the most difficult right. thing. Or, you know, something yeah. like that. You know, it can be built yeah. up in that fashion. Yeah. Um, but the rest of that book was not good. <laughs> it was just not good. It's well, just such a shame. Yeah. I liked our little revisit to the world though. Cause, cause I feel like that book yeah. influenced a lot of how I think about, um, definitely how I think about dragons. I know that's silly, but like how I think about a relationship. Like it's pretty if formative. It was one of the first, if not only franchises that I got into that was centered around dragons. Mm -hmm. Cause like, there's dragons in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They're basically non-existent by the time we get to any of the characters that we deal with. Mm -hmm. And there were no writers, right? Like nobody wrote a dragon in Lord of the Rings, correct? Not that I am aware of. 
and I'm pretty yeah. aware. <laughs> yeah, the, you'd be the the, the expert. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like that's a relatively like not new concept because I know Dragon Riders of Pern was out before Aragon, you know, and uh, right. I don't know how the Dragon Riders in that that series work, but uh, Aragon kind of you know formalized how I thought of dragons, why I thought they were so awesome, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just like this ever growing, ever powerful, um, like just magical without reason mm-hmm. you know the series really captured magical. your imagination with yeah. everything that was in it really and that's kind of why with this book like i kept i kept misjudging how big Vern was <laughs> but yeah. like i was satisfied with how strong he was because that fit you know mm-hmm. and uh um i kind of liked that he didn't know how his magic worked because <laughs> it was right. like it never let a scientist you know dice me up and figure it out like right. i never mm-hmm. wanted to know that bad yeah so that was that was a funny little not cop out i don't want to say but it might have been <laughs> so he didn't have to write right. too much behind how it worked but especially because it seemed like his fire came either from magic or from fat or from oil he could drink oil <laughs> yeah we well, yeah, he would <laughs> seem like he could make his fire from like any sort of combustible type. <laughs> <laughs> well it seemed like you know the way that I read that bit whenever it was because there was a part where it went through the internal process of how everything happened. Uh, and then at the end of the paragraph said, but Vern didn't know any of this. <laughs> uh, and uh, like he, it was literally oil, right? But he yeah. would drink the oil and then he could convert that into whatever it is that his body needed. Like, cause, yeah. you know, like he, like he sleeps for like three days you know, in the oil to help like regenerate or whatever. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like his main fuel source, basically, as far as like nutrients go. Dragons are But made then, of like, oil. he would like store it as fat mm. and reconvert it back to oil and then be able to, you know, Maybe spit like, it up with like, and he, you know, click his molars to have like a, yeah. an ignition spark and a pilot light then. And then yeah. he could just spit out the oil that he had reconverted from his fat stores. Yeah. Maybe kind of like how, uh, like whales and blubber, you know, that was like an early oil source. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's kind of right. the idea. Yeah. More or less. Like fat yeah. is, I mean, humpback whales are making a big comeback. Side note. They're making a comeback. Yeah. Like people are killing them more. No. Oh. Like they're making a comeback from not having, from not being killed. I thought you meant like the other way, like people were starting to hunt them again. I oh, was no, like, it's no. Like, no. <laughs> That's not good. Probably. Uh, I meant just humpback whales, the species, humpback whales. Oh, were people hunting them or were people hunting yeah, other Yeah, I think whales? it was like, I don't remember how long ago, but like a decade ago, there was like only 450 left and now there's like Dang. over 25,000. <laughs> and those whales blow my mind. I don't know if I've ever been around a whale that big. Like a, maybe I've been around a humpback. I've seen them out like in the Gulf. Yeah. You know, uh. But I've never been like nearby one. <laughs> yeah, I know I've been in boats like around whales, just like mm-hmm. in Alaska. Um, that was always like that was that was almost like a it, it it happened almost like every time. I feel like you go on a boat in Alaska. Yeah, there's like a they're like contractually in. obligated to make an appearance. <laughs> a whale, yeah, it's like it's part of they have this deal with the Alaskan Tourism Bureau, <laughs> or like a like an otter, you know, just working on his little like table, his, table, right. his cute little tummy. Right, otters um, are the best. Yeah, otters are dope. Wish I was an otter sometimes. That's Hermione's um, Patronus. It is. I would not have gotten that answer correct if you had asked me what was Hermione's Patronus had you asked me. <laughs> if two we hadn't led with otter. <laughs> oh, two weeks. Yeah, that's right. Because you did just re-listen. Um, yeah, man. This, like I was saying, I think this book will go in my like re-listen to casually kind of file. Mm-hmm. And um, I know I've said that about a lot yeah, of books. Yeah, just to like but, pull uh, up and be done with inside of two days or whatever. Yeah. yeah I can yeah. totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been going down this kind of heavier like reading kick where I've only been listening to like our book or like mm-hmm. uh, Harry Potter. I'm like, I was telling you about another book that I, um, 
got for a bit of like extra reading, you know, um, well, extra, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, listening mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous to try it. Cause like, I, uh, I'm always like a little hesitant to start a new book. Cause I, I feel like you're kind of rolling the dice, which is silly. I shouldn't think of it like that. I should just mm-hmm. try and think of it as like a positive experience. Cause it'll be a fun book like yeah. and then it, and then it'll be better. But I do kind of have this like hesitance to start a book and worry oh, that like sure. it might not be good. And, uh, and, and so like, I, I'm a little nervous for that reason. I'm a little nervous cause it's like a scary mm-hmm. theme book. And, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm, you know, uh, I'm always I've hesitant getting... anytime I'm about to start a new thing that it, that I know is a time investment. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a new game franchise or oh, a new sure. anime yeah. or a new book or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always a little bit hesitant thinking like, what if I don't like this? And then I've wasted 60 bucks because this isn't a good game or it's not <laughs> a game that I enjoy. Right. Or, um, you know, I get halfway through and then I realize I really just don't want to fuck with this anymore, mm-hmm. you know. I think that's reasonable. <laughs> yeah. No, that's... Uh, well, when you... Well, thanks. <laughs> now I feel better. Um, like I played like four hours of Sekiro and I don't think I'm ever going to pick that back up because I'm just never going to be able to make any progress on that game. It's too yeah. fucking difficult. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to spend one of my credits on like a, a scary book. What was, what was, the, what was the game? Sekiro. Is it's from the same developers that do the, the Souls games. Oh, those notoriously those difficult be, yeah. games. And I thought like, okay, I'll try and give it a shot. This is an aesthetic that I like. Maybe. Maybe. Fuck that game, no. dude. The game is for <laughs> assholes. <laughs> dude, you don't play any scary games, right? No. I almost outright refused to. Yeah. Reed I've... tried to get me to one time. Because he, he, play- he was playing Silent Hill Homecoming. Dude, those are like supposedly and... the most notoriously yeah. like, cr- They're just like fucked up. And he uh, had gotten to a certain point, but something happened. Like his 360 corrupted his save. And then he and Amy were going out of town for something. Oh. And so he was like, hey, could you do me a favor? While I'm out of town, if you can just get to this point of the game, that's where I had no. ended. And then that'd be super great. I would really appreciate it. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll try to find some time to do that. And like, and so the next day I tried to play like five minutes and I texted him, not fucking happening. <laughs> not playing that. Not going to fucking do this shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to be like afraid to even play like Diablo too because I was scared of the guy dying. You know, I didn't want to yeah. die and be like, no, I died and I suck and... I think that was probably more what it was, but I was like, <laughs> I was kind of like afraid to go get killed by these fucking monsters that run out of nowhere from like. Well, certainly screen. back then when we were younger, difficulty was a fear thing. <sighs> yeah, especially that's true. like the first Diablo was a very difficult mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. and it was, and you mostly played it by yourself. I don't think yeah, that they had multiplayer point. running on the first one that I can remember. Maybe they did. I mean, but even if they did, really like we didn't all have. Yeah. yeah, internet wasn't. I mean, internet was dial there, up, but it was dial-up. You paid for minutes. We weren't, and you took up a phone line. The likelihood that we could get together an online party to play with each other and not have our parents yelling at us for taking up the phone line for several hours was literally <laughs> zero. Yeah. <laughs> And so you'd be playing this game by yourself. The the levels are dark. The butcher is this giant asshole who kills you in one hit. You yeah. know, ah, fresh meat. it is scary. Yeah, and I just like I and Reed would always kind of like play those games like mm-hmm. uh, not for me, but like I would I would like. I would kind of watch it. You always yeah, did like watch watching it. games. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I do it now. I was just saying, mm-hmm. like, I've watched this guy do a lot of, like, play a lot of scary games. And, like, the the fun ones for me are, like, these ones that are, like, psychologically trying to fuck you up. I yeah. don't know why I like them, but they're just, um, it's just creepy. And it kind of mm-hmm. gives me, like, the weird Black Mirror sort of feeling, you yeah. know, from those. Uh, have you watched any Black Mirror? But, you, I mean. No. You, I, I, you know, I, you know yeah. what I'm talking about, though. It's, it's modern day Twilight Zone. Yeah. You, I mm-hmm. mean, you get it. So you know the feeling, that weird kind of hollow feeling. Right. It's yeah. like I don't know why I like this, but I want right. to like explore it. Mm-hmm. I like 
psychological thrilling stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've done a lot of I don't of like whenever it Stephen becomes King. like like horror and mm-hmm. like it's trying to scare you. Yeah. I don't mind having to like ask myself fucked up questions about what's going on or whatever, yeah. like trying to explore whatever that like psyche is that's happening with the crazy person that's murdering somebody or whatever. Yeah. Like I don't mind having to go to that kind of a place but then whenever they're like actively trying to scare you and stress you out i hate that shit yeah i think i'm interested in it it just sort of clicked to me maybe why i like it now is because like we've been doing a lot of these other stories and i haven't really figured out how how something is scary like i couldn't explain mm. how you would write a scary thing yeah i don't i don't understand how to like create the scene or what even really goes into it so maybe that's that's what i'm looking for like some some like more understanding of like how it works because i'm really Mm -hmm. like enjoying it and being like this is fun how did they even think of that twisted dark sort of story you know and uh yeah maybe maybe that's kind of what i'm looking for i think it does take a certain kind of mind for sure to be able to create that yeah i can't fathom it yeah I, i mean i don't i don't ever really plan to but i feel like you know in my idea in my head of me writing a book i would like to have a tense scene maybe even scary mm-hmm. uh but not that wouldn't be the theme of the book um unless it was like scary in like a ironic way like a like a like a haunted school or whatever that this kid ended up going to but he's a human you know like an anime okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like all the anime that, about that right but um yeah man i i think i'm i think i've said everything i can think of about this book I can't tell I know, you. No, half of it wasn't even about this. But I know. <laughs> we went off the rails a little bit this episode, but it's what the there book, was nothing really to say. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean that's what the book made us. Yeah. Made me think about a lot of that stuff. I mean, it obviously yeah, sparked and the her. general themes. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just such a you know cotton candy story, which yeah, is great. It was an easy, fun book. Yeah. It was. It was exactly what I think it was intended to be. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Owen Colfer was like you know shooting for the stars. And fell short. I think he was aiming for this sort of like, you know, humor filled, enjoyable young adult novel. Yeah. That skewed a little bit more mature. Yeah. And I think he nailed that. And I agree. Good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, got don't a, have a whole lot to say beyond that, though. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he got me as like a fan. Like I said, I, mm-hmm. I think I'll probably check out the Artemis Fowl books. Um, still don't really know what they're about. <laughs> Did we end up? I didn't. It out? I didn't look at that. I <laughs> was okay. curious about the book to. count. <laughs> That's okay. I'll but, figure yeah, it out. Whatever. But um, yeah. So uh, we decided we're going back to The Witcher. Yeah. We're just gonna be selfish and we're gonna read the rest of the series. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. we want to. So yeah, we, we both want to read the rest of the series. It's hard to read more than one book at a time, mm-hmm. uh, and it's hard to find a new book. For the show and not be uh, worried that it might not work one for the show. Like in in a sense, this book didn't really work for the show because it wasn't really a whole lot to talk about. Yeah, I mean, maybe if we had split uh, it up differently, but that's not something that we can ever know ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. You know, hindsight yeah. is, the, um, you know. Or that it's even going to be good at all. Right. You know, uh, I'll always think about Beacon 23 and what a failure that was. <laughs> uh, I mean, it gave us plenty to talk about. And so I guess it wasn't a failure. Um, from a certain standpoint as far as the show is concerned. If we've got content, then that's content, whether positive or negative. But, like, you know, we want to read this. We know it's going to be good. Yeah. It's uh, it's a good excuse for us to just do a series for once for the show. Yeah. Um, and then... We gave it some space with some other stories, too. You know? Yeah. 
it establishes that as a podcast, we are great fans of The Witcher and we'll be covering the second season when it comes out in 2021. Yeah, hopefully early 2021, like January. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, their production value must have gone like way up. Oh, yeah, I'm sure that they've uh, got more of a budget now. Yeah. And if they have to show another Kikimura, it's not going to look like absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah. Dude, have you seen Sonic? No. I was I going to go see really it good. on Valentine's Day. Because I was thinking, what would be the saddest thing that I can do as a single person? Go see Sonic on release day, which is Valentine's Day, by myself. But then, after work, I just couldn't get the willpower to go to the movie and sad. go see it. <laughs> so instead, I went home, or came home, rather. I'm home right now. Came home and just watched a podcast where people talked about it, which might be even more sad. So, it fits the joke, <laughs> and I will it. still probably laugh about it for the rest of my life, because I, I think that's kind of funny. I heard it was really good, actually. So... I heard that it was uh, as good as could be expected yeah. because it was never going to be good. It's a fucking Sonic movie. Sonic is stupid. Yeah, the games were stupid. <laughs> like, the games are so frustrating. Like, you play a Sonic game and you get mad. Yeah. So. That's, yeah, that's, like, basically the point. Same and not even with... because it's difficult, but because it's just bad. <laughs> mechanically, I got mad it does not it was work difficult. Well. Maybe that's why. Maybe because it was mechanically Those difficult. Those first few were difficult. It, in the way that old games were difficult because game design just in general was not always very good back yeah, then. Yeah, the point was to get through the, the level as yeah. fast as you can. But then like Sonic Adventure mechanically didn't work very well. Yeah. Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. And though like I look back fondly on those games uh, because I had fun playing them. Like if like if probably like four years now, ago I went back and tried to play again. Mm-hmm. Mechanically does not work very well. Sonic yeah. 06 is famously just like an absolutely broken game sometimes you're running and sonic just stops but you're on a loop-de-loop so then you fall and you have to start over the next last five minutes just an absolutely shit game sonic sucks (laughs) yeah and so the movie was always going to suck uh but it ended up being uh you know as good as it could be and i I think that people enjoy that they reanimated sonic for the fans so did you hear about that yeah yeah Yeah. for sure (laughs) um hopefully it makes its money back if only for that sake for because those poor animators suddenly had to just like live at the studio to do that in time yeah well i guess the the thing with sonic is like i'm thinking um with like new movies and things that are coming out that might be a fun little influence for uh for a book that books that we could read i know i've been Hmm. talking about dune might be fun to Uh, to come up with especially yeah i think that's gonna be yeah whenever that that, uh, uh is it it's a movie that they're doing again, right? I they're think doing so. another movie. Yeah, I think that that's going to be worthwhile for us to do it, for sure. to, to read that book. Yeah, maybe watch the old movie, even though it's like eight hours long. Love the old movie, so <laughs> that'd be a lot of fun for me. I think that would be a worthwhile series of episodes for us to do leading up to the movie, the, yeah. the new one, and then we can do one for the movie. Yeah, and uh, I mean, it, you know, if anything else, like. Uh, sparks anybody's like fancy for lack of a better phrase mm-hmm. like if you if you see like a movie that maybe might be fun for the the show in a book form like let us know send us a you know how to find us at instagram and twitter at uh, ears underscore stamps and then dog ears and timestamps at gmail.com mm-hmm. i don't think we told you uh, but read the first four chapters yes. of the yeah. witcher there's only seven chapters. Um, it's like 360 pages, something like that. Book four of the Witcher? Book book three. Book three. Um, um, Hell, uh, Hellfire. Baptism of Fire. <laughs> Baptism of Fire. So, yeah, the first, we said four chapters through the first four? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Through the first four. Yeah, so we're going to do this in two and just have a Witcher overload. Yeah. We're probably, because uh, we're going to just finish the series. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we've probably, there's five books in total. This is the third book. Uh, or no. Yes, five I think, right? Whatever. Yeah. So you've probably got another uh, 
six weeks of Witcher. <laughs> yeah, unless well, we I think we're going to try up. and cut each book into two episodes. Yeah, and just kind of just get through it. I'll give y'all updates of the uh, scary book that I'm reading too. So yeah, that'll be go. fun. <laughs> Jordan will tell you about the scary book. And anime. I won't. Don't forget to watch your anime. Yes. Uh, there have been a lot of anime that we are not too to far too. off from the end of the fourth season of Boku no Hero Academia, and we will be doing an episode for that as a series up so. to the point. So keep up with it. Try to try to go through this show like as it's coming out because that's definitely a different way to intake. That the is show. appointment viewing. That show yeah. fucking rules. And and it's a different experience when you're appointment viewing rather than binging to get the whole yeah. content. You know, mm-hmm. like when I watch Dragon Ball Super, I think it's my favorite because I appointment viewed and I anticipated it so hard. Yeah. You know, and uh, that's that's part of the beauty of being a, being able to enjoy this show as it's coming out. So mm-hmm. I can't wait for that episode. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm excited. But. The fifth season of Shokugeki no Soma coming out spring 2020. Yeah. So that's pretty soon. We're not going to do an episode for that because that's just a single season. We've already talked about the whole show. But uh, maybe after the next big arc. We'll mention it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But when I have a dedicated episode, might mention whatever happens in the uh, My Hero show or episode because that's going to be a slightly delayed from the end of this season, I think. Because. Uh, I want to have Nick on. I don't think he'll be able to make it up here till June. So, mm. but we'll, we'll, you know, we'll figure out what happens there. Yeah. In any case, uh, first four chapters, Baptisms of Fire, Witcher Cast 2020 is back. Witcher Cast 2020. I love it. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm Will Hedger. I'm Jordan Schaffer. This is Dog Ears and Timestamps. Witcher Cast.